Oh fuck, <laughs> mine didn't go. No. <laughs> oh Let's try another goodness. one. <laughs> <laughs> flicks, flicks. Yes. <laughs> Happy second four gram. Oh my god, did what we not have the best day today? It's been amazing. Oh, we my thought, man won! We thought Monza was going to be the best shot that Ferrari had. Little did we know. Singapore, baby. So we're representing in the jackets today. We are, we've got our yin and yang Ferrari coats on. Yeah, and I'm also wearing a Ferrari hoodie that I got because it's my birthday tomorrow. For my mum, thanks mum. Happy 21st. A Ferrari t-shirt that I got from Lauren for my birthday as well. And I've also got my Ferrari Crocs on. Unreal. They're just black Crocs with a Ferrari badge, but they're pretty cool. So good. I feel like it's not quite sunk in what we've just witnessed no, this weekend. No, it definitely has not. I just, I feel on cloud nine, to be honest. Like, I'm so happy. I cried. I also, I was a little bit embarrassed to cry, but I was choking back the tears. No, I just, I, I fully cried like three times. So, <laughs> never mind. But, I mean, oh, who are you? Oh, I'm Catherine. And, and I'm Jasmine. Welcome, Welcome to Gals in the Pit Wall. We're just so excited. Oh my God, it has been an extremely exciting day, you guys. Yeah, I actually, I feel so frazzled. Same, but like in a good way this week. It's not like the defeated kind of frazzled. It's the like cloud nine frazzled where you actually don't know where you are it's yet. It's surreal still. Yes. So much fun. Guess we better run through the weekend in an orderly fashion. I guess we'd And we'll get better. to the exciting bits. FP1? Yes. So, this weekend, McLaren and Aston brought upgrades. Mm-hmm. But McLaren only gave them to Lando. So, right. that's quite important. Yeah. Relevant information. Mm-hmm. And then the no flexing regulation on the car. Yes. So the FIA, if you have us on Instagram, you'll have seen in our Mm -hmm. little news bites that we do every week, that the FIA have started a new technical directive to clamp down on front wing flex. So flexing is when the front wing points towards the ground more. Mm -hmm. So you get more ground control, which gives you better downforce in the car, which it's not breaking the rules. It's just a fun loophole that a few teams have managed to utilize but the FIA are clamping down on it now and boy did that shake things up it definitely shook up one team so yeah nothing really happened in FP1 other than it was kind of predicted that Mercedes were gonna have a strong weekend yeah Ferrari weren't going to have such a strong weekend this was on Friday right yeah and then Max had some issues with oversteer in every part of the track it wasn't looking good for him and that got me excited very excited because when Red Bull and Max have been in, like interviewed throughout the season and they're asked, what's the one race you think you'll struggle at? They repeatedly said Singapore. Yeah. So there was hope this weekend. And did that hope not shine? And we had a few big lizards on the track as well. Oh, yeah. the big, uh, What kind of dragons are they? Komodo dragons. Yeah, Komodo. Um, unfortunately, one was pancaked by Fernando. Yeah, he... Yeah, squished him. Yeah. <laughs> It did look intentional, I won't lie to you, because he swerved just to hit it, not to go away from it. So it wasn't the most, like, positive thing that he could have done on track, but... Yeah. Never mind. And then FP2, Red Bull's both struggling. That's all I've got written down. Yeah, I couldn't watch free practice this week, I was working. And Alex Albon was having some power unit issues. Oh, yeah. 
Williams um, were kind of struggling from the get-go this weekend, unfortunately, and the Ferraris were looking strong. They were looking mighty. Our boys. Carlos is really, like, from Monza to Singapore. Just so impressive. After the summer break, he's come back and put in an absolutely godly shift. I don't know what's gotten <laughs> into him, but why? But he's always been a good driver. He's been so consistent this season. Yeah. And he's getting his glory now. Thank so God. Really hoping we can keep this going. Me too. And then FP3, Red Bull had upshift issues, downshift issues, <laughs> uh, issues with rear grip. Oh no. And then Carlos and Lando were looking the strongest and George was up in the mix too. Yeah. And Oscar was actually looking really strong. Ooh. Despite not having these McLaren upgrades, he was putting in really good times. So, And he's never driven the track before, of course, as well. Yeah, this will be his first time. So he was looking good. So going into qualifying, it was quite... I was feeling optimistic, yeah. but I wasn't... Getting, I was trying not to get too excited because I really thought that Monza was the peak for Ferrari. For sure. Season. Q1. Lance had the biggest crash I have seen since Zhou Guan Yu and Silverstone last year. It's absolutely the worst one of this season. It was... It I, was mighty. He, I had hands on my head. I was literally yeah, like... I was on the edge of the seat. So he hit the wall because he'd gone up on the um, the bank in a little mm, bit. Curb. Yeah. And um, he he just smacked into the wall, but like to the point where half of his car was gone, the petrol in his car was all over the road. It was really bad. And when you see the clip of sort of like from within the car and you see his head and his neck rattling about. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, that's why they do the training that they do, but it was... It was, it was bad. Yeah. And waiting for that radio message to come on. Oh God, I know. So he was out. Yes. He wasn't in the race. They said he was out due to injury. But I suspect that the car also just wasn't saveable at that point. Yeah, well, it was literally in half, but it wasn't even in half, like, the front was away from the back. It was, like, down the middle, like... Basically, everything that was designed to break broke. Yeah. But he was fine, luckily. But Thank God. Bit of an injury. And, yeah, I suspect that the car wasn't fixable because, obviously, they could have had a reserve driver come in. Yeah. But... They didn't. Yeah. In Q2. Oh, I have Oh, have you got more for Q1? Yeah. I've got Mercedes, McLaren, Ferrari and Red Bull were all 0.08 apart. It was a close one. It was very close up the top. I'm just so excited about Q2. I know. Here we go. It's the best Q2 ever. Like, it was unbelievable. And if you want, if you didn't see it and you want a good um, example of how the emotions were going, uh, go and watch... Matt and Tommy's reaction for yes. the P1 podcast because that was all of us. It was. Every Ferrari fan. <laughs> but you know, the whole of F1 actually, watching Max and Checo getting knocked out, but particularly Max getting knocked out by Liam Lawson. The rookie of all rookies. Yes! Oh, it was brilliant to see. I was screaming the flat down. Yeah. And the fact that it made it even sweeter that not one, but two Red Bulls were knocked out in Q2 was unbelievable because that means that this is the first time that both Red Bulls haven't made it into Q3 since, since Russia. Russia 2018. Yeah. And so Checo was out of his own accord. He slid out, took himself out. Yeah. And then after after uh, Q2, you know, normally they go back in their garage and look a bit disappointed. Max didn't even go back to the garage. <laughs> Max stormed off. He left. Yeah. Also, shout out to both Hasses for getting into Q3. Right. Pop off. They had a good weekend. Very. And then... 
Yeah, Max was getting investigated for a few bits of impeding. For th- so there were three that I had noted down. And it was going to get investigated after the session, but um, nothing came of it. A reprimand, sorry. A slap on the wrist, one yes, might say. because the first was a pet lane incident with Yuki. Then he got investigated for impeding in Q2. So that the Yuki incident was Q1, mm-hmm. impeding in Q2. And then in Q3, it was impeding again, I think. Or was it driving slowly on the track because he wanted the space and then other cars were passing it? And it was all put down to poor communication by the team, so he got a reprimand, not a penalty. But it was definitely driving error on track. Let's rewind to, I don't know, for example, Charles. Yeah. And any penalty Charles had, and that was poor team communication... But no. No. Charles slapped with a penalty. Yep. Welcome back, guys. It's Brack. This is this week's instalment of the Red Bull Conspiracy Club. And obviously AlphaTauri is the sister team, Red Bull. Yes. Um, And AlphaTauri were involved in the impeding. Yes, they were. the stewards meeting that they had with Mm -hmm. Max and Red Bull, Max shows up. Did anyone from AlphaTauri go, no? Why would you send someone who could get your big team penalised? So that, I think, is going to raise a lot of questions about... Is that within the regulations that they can do that? Yeah, because Red Bull 100% told AlphaTauri not to go. Not that that, you know, made any difference to Red Bull this weekend in the end anyway. No. Ha! (laughs) Oh, I feel... Like, I'm just so buzzing about how it all went today. I know when I go to bed tonight, I'm literally just going to be lying there awake because I'm so riled up. My heart was literally beating through my chest today. Everything this season was worth it to get to this point. Just to go through today was so worth it. And then, oh, my race notes, right? Non-existent because I was too afraid to look away from the screen. So I I took down what I could. I have quite intense race notes today. I don't even know what order. I was throwing things down mine go lap by lap so i mean i guess my first one's lap 20 so i'm guessing oh, you got well, i have before. a lap one. Oh, yeah. yeah so yuki sonoda oh yeah was the first yellow flag of the race so there was a, a yellow flag lap one because perez hit him causing him a puncture and yuki had to take the side road off and retire That was heartbreaking. It was really so sad. And, like, I love Yuki. I think he's great, but... And obviously he had his, um, did not start at Monza. I know. And now this, like, this was the last thing he needed, especially with all of the driver's seat rumours going around. But redemption arc for Suzuka next weekend. It's, I can see it. It's being set up. It's going to happen. I'm so excited for him. So that was lap one. Yeah, I think at the end, maybe we should talk about the Alpha Terry Red Bull musical chairs, because I think that's quite important. But even lap one, I would just like to give... A special little shout out to my man Carlos. What a start. That start was incredible. Charles as well. Good start. Yeah. And George none of them Charles hit each other. Yeah, they all made it round again. Yes. Proud of our boys. They're getting better. Yeah. My next note is Hamilton went off the track. Oh yeah. I was too busy stressing to <laughs> write any of this down. <laughs> I was like quickly noting between glances. So Hamilton went off the track and he overtook in the camera shot, it looked to be half the grid. That's how big this, like, off-the-track advantage went. But it wasn't that he locked up. It wasn't that he was forced off. He just went off the track. But he came on the radio and was like, oh, Checo didn't give me room, but there was room. Yeah. 
Or was it, no, was it George didn't give him room? It was George. Yeah, George. So I'm so used to it being Checo. So it was like, oh, George didn't give me room. He had given him room. There was room. Yeah. Obviously it was tight, but you're racing. Like, that's how it is. And he rejoined the track ahead of George and Lando. Lando. And he didn't give the place back off his own accord. He, The team had to be like, you have to do this or we will get a penalty. And Lando was on the radio complaining about it. Like, he needs to give this place back. But the, the camera shot is so funny, the overhead, because it looks like he's tried to be real sneaky about it. Like, yeah. like no one was going to see it somehow. Right? Not that he goes like... <laughs> so that was yeah a bit of fun from Lewis yeah Lewis had a bit of a jammy race not that he wasn't good but it was a jammy race today yeah it definitely was mm-hmm. um, the next note I have is Logie Sarge the front wing under the car lap 20 yeah lap 20 safety car was Logan Sargent the funniest thing ever like comic it was like latifi was back yeah if you've seen uh, latifi's little crash in monaco uh, <laughs> um, it was very much reminiscent of that for sure uh, in the williams he literally just didn't turn no he just turn. went straight into the barrier like front and smashed crushed. into the barrier but it wasn't even at speed it was quite slow front wing crushed underneath the car yeah so he drove back to the pit because the why front would you wing, stop yeah with the front wing dragging under his car but to be fair he then got to finish the race he did, but there was debris all over the track because every part of his car that was being hit by this front wing was coming off and then his front wing was just like... Dragging underneath yeah, it was pissing crazy. more debris everywhere. Yeah. But he made it back. He did. And he made it to the pit lane. And he got to finish the race. Yeah, but you know what? I'm happy for him. But <laughs> that was something else. So, yeah, under the... Was that when the safety car was out then? Yeah, so that's the safety car of lap 20. So... And in that... Everyone pitted pretty much. Yeah, and Charles had a... 5.7. Yeah, Carlos, wonderful pit stop. Brilliant. They double-stacked them. Yeah, Ferrari having a pit stop strikes fear in my heart these days. <laughs> um, but, Let alone a double-stack. <laughs> but Carlos managed a 2.5. Yeah, we take 2.5, that's fine. And then Charles on the 5.7 uh, to avoid traffic. Yeah, they had to hold him or it would have been an unsafe pit release. So and that did... That was to save a penalty. That did cost him in the end. It but did. it was going to cost him regardless. So that was unfortunate and then fernando uh upon pit entrance he made it to the pit like the entrance of the pit lane yeah. then went over the line he did he had a wobble and if you do that if you cross the white line on the pit entry instant penalty. yeah instant five second penalty i thought he was gonna get a 10 because he did it twice technically <laughs> i really thought that too but that's so for someone with his experience that's so unlike him. So I Very, don't know what happened. I don't know if he like sneezed or something and he was just like, whoa, it was <laughs> like, so odd. And they came back in. And he got his milestone today though. He did. What was it, his 100,000 kilometer? 100,000, yeah, because he's driven round the equator twice now. That was, what a fiend. right? That's insane. And also the sad news from that safety car Max went up to second. Oh, yeah, I have that written My down. hopes and dreams were slipping away at that moment. I was gutted. <laughs> I was like, if he leads this race for even a lap, I will die. What I did really enjoy was, um, obviously, Logan, you know, pitted and changed his front wing, rejoined the track, and then he was at the front. So, yeah. obviously, he needed to go to the back. And something about that hand coming out the safety car <laughs> to wave Logan past really tickled me. It was fun. It's like letting a, a cyclist pass. Yeah. Like, come the on, sort of hand through. signal. Come on, Logan. Yeah. Logan was thinking, oh, I'm up in P1 now. Right? somehow finessed the system. Honest. Then the next note I have is yellow flag sector one for SD Best. Yeah, lap 43. 
He had so many good overtakes today. He did. He, he was, was going to be my race. driver of the day. Yeah. And then his car failed. Stopped. Yeah. He literally just stopped on the side of the track. That it was it. It wasn't overly positive for him. He threw, when he was getting out of the car, he was chucking shit about. He yeah. was, he, I mean, I would. It's his birthday as well. But the way that he threw the um, like the headrest yeah. out was onto the track. Yeah, it was It was a bad. little dangerous. I felt his pain, though. I um, No, for sure, I did. I felt the anger in it. The because, birthday boy, yeah. really suffering. And he was buzzing about getting to drive on his birthday. Yeah, and he was actually doing really well. He was he up was. in the points. It was going to be a strong race for him. Yeah. Uh, so I feel his, his suffering. Yeah, he posted a lovely selfie with his birthday cake on Instagram, smiling away. So he's okay. Yeah, it was good to see. Maybe that was taken before the race. Oh, probably. <laughs> Fernando's pit stop under that safety car. Yeah. Another bad Fernando pit stop. Yeah. So Fernando comes in and what ha- they got the tires off. Yeah. And then putting on the new ones, they couldn't get them on. So, so he had a penalty to serve. Yeah, yeah so that. they served the five-second penalty, but I don't think they jacked the car up high enough because the wheelbases were too low to the ground, so they couldn't fit the wheels on, so the engineers were having to physically lift up the car on their own. It was painful to watch. It was very painful to watch. But so, then also, in that pit stop, Mercedes double-stacked, and it was actually a very, very smart strategy move for them. Yeah, so no one decided to change their tyres really at the top, top, in the top half of the grid, up in the points. Yeah. It was just Mercedes that went in. Only Mercedes, but it was such an easy double stack for them. They breezed in and breezed out. So they came out in the fresh mediums. Yeah. And I do think Ferrari's strategy today, amazing. Unreal. And obviously hindsight's a lovely thing. Yeah. But they decided to keep Charles out. Yeah, he wanted to come in. And he wanted to come in. And once again, the drivers are better strategists than the strategists. Because <laughs> Charles, if he had yeah. come in and put on fresh tyres, he would have very lightly kept the marks behind him. Yeah, that's true. And been on the podium. Because they had extreme pace. And unfortunately, being on those used hards for a very long time cost Charles because he couldn't keep those yeah, for the sure. Behind him. But actually, I obviously Charles is my favourite driver. Yes. But the thought of him being so close to Carlos again after Monza struck fear into my soul. Yeah, well this is the thing, like I don't get me wrong, I love Ferrari. I love Charles. But after Monza, I don't respect him. Yeah. I obviously want him to do well, but I lost a lot of respect for him after Monza. I said before Quali, I said the worst thing for me would be for Charles to start behind Carlos. Yeah, we weren't even worried about George. (laughs) Because I was so worried about them smashing into each other. But luckily Lando was kind of a buffer there. Yeah, he was, thankfully. I was very stressed that Charles was going to smash into Carlos and take them both out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he likes a wee crash, our Charles. Uh, But luckily, thank thank God. So I was a bit sad he wasn't on the podium, but also too busy being buzzing for Carlos. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I know, it's so exciting. And then I have also noted down lap 46, the top three in lap 46 was Carlos P1, Lando P2, Charlie P3. That and was I a thought good to myself, podium. this is the podium I want. This is the podium I need. It's the podium we deserve. It's not the podium we got though, is it? No. Well, George sneaks past Charles. He does. Lewis sneaks past Charles. Yes. Actually, it's not even sneaking, it was breezing past. Yeah. And um, as they go around, they go round and round, it's looking like... Well, actually, it was really a four-car fight for first at this point. Yeah, Because you had the two much. marks on the fresh mediums, and then Lando and Carlos 
on the old hearts. Yeah. Because everyone went for the one stop today, and most cars went for the one stop today. Yeah. Except for Mercedes. Yeah, they did, did the, the two. Because they had an extra set of mediums that no one else had. So they had more to use. So that they kind of hinted yesterday that's what they were going to do. So yeah. it wasn't surprising, and it worked out. Um, but you could see Lewis sort of eyeing up, creeping past George. Yeah. George is trying to creep past Lando. Lando's yeah. up Carlos's arse. Like yeah, it, he was close. And I'm like, all it takes is for one mistake, and this could completely switch about. I think he got within like zero point three of Carlos. Yeah, and then they're going round. What lap was this? Lap sixty two. I've got it written down. Oh, lap okay. sixty. Yeah, it was the last lap. It was lap sixty two. Yeah, because I have other notes for laps before that. So we'll go back a bit, but like lap sixty two, we're thinking, okay, Lando can't attack now. We're thinking, yeah. this is our podium. We've got Carlos, we've got Lando, we've got George. Lewis might take George. They're going round. George clips the wall and smashes into the barrier. And honestly, I felt... I thought I felt bad for Esteban. I felt yeah, really bad worse. for George. Yeah. Like, I was I know. gutted for him. And yes. his radio message. Oh, heartbreaking. It was. But, like, Lando just, like, pulled a little prank on him. Mm-hmm. So Lando chose to do a different racing line. Um, just to freak George out a little bit and it obviously got the better of George and he ended up in the wall. And George's post-race interview, he is like, it's the lip his quiver. Lip, yeah, his lip was He going. was fighting the tears. If I was interviewing him, I would have burst into tears. It was sad to see. Like, I, yeah. You can see my live reaction to that on our TikTok and our yeah. Instagram, actually. It was, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Not only did Lando play a little prank on George... But Carlos and Lando, Carlando. Carlando were back together today. They were. There was three drivers oh, driving for McLaren today. Oh, for there sure. There was Oscar, there was Lando, and there was Carlos Sainz. Yes. It was spectacular. Oh, it was so good. Like, to the point where Carlos's engineer came on the radio and was like, you know Lando's, like, three behind. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, really close to you right now. And Carlos was like, yeah, it's intentional. Like, I'm helping him right now. Yeah, so Carlos slowed in order for Lando to get DRS yes. to pull away from the Mercs. And it worked beautifully for them. I know. And it, you know, at the end, before the podium and seeing... Them hugging. Yeah, Carlos oh. hugged all the Ferrari boys and then he went over to McLaren and they all hugged. And him and Zach had a lovely moment. I know you don't like Zach, but it no, was... No, but I can appreciate that. It was very sweet. And it Lando was. was there. Oh, God. What no, a day. And, then, and then him and Lando going like... Yeah, oh, seeing each other and then like them hugging. The Carlando moment we needed. Yes, and the fact that McLaren and Ferrari posted a Carlando post together. Yeah, like that is so good. When you're a child of Unreal. divorce, but your parents get back <laughs> yeah. together. Exactly. Oh, what else have you got from before? Before the from crash. before. Yeah. Um, I have yellow flag turn three for Fernando. Oh, yeah, he had a lockup, did he not? He did, yeah, he had a big lockup. So he ended up yellow flagging it. And then during that yellow flag, it came out that Checo and Albono were going to be investigated after the race for their pit lane speeds. I don't know what came of that because I haven't seen anything. Well, Checo received a penalty. Oh, he did? Um, He went from P8 to P8. Oh, He got a five-second penalty. <laughs> yeah. So that was... Yeah. Fun. I yeah. mean, it was nice to see a Red Bull get a penalty. Uh, yeah, because that for a just, bit of change. It never happens to those but, guys. Yeah, the classic P8 to P8. Wow. Big jump. Shaking it up. Big loss. 
so many places gained. So we had four retirements this race. We did. I didn't see what happened to Valerie. He was gone. I just saw him jump yeah, down. Yeah, I just seen him drop and then he was out. I think this is the most focused the race has ever been on the front other than at Monza. Yeah, because there was an actual race today. People it was were a, racing each a other. A mini car <laughs> battle today. It was. Oh, it was brilliant. It was what Formula One should be. Yeah. And Joe, I appreciate um, the records that Red Bull and Max have set. For sure. And I appreciate getting to see history be made. And Max is a good driver. And now we're moving past it. The streak is gone! Woo! He's still broken the record. Like, the Red Bull fans have nothing to be sad about. Like, yeah. Max's name is the one in the history books now. So we get to have our enjoyment. We do. Because Carlos won! Yeah. Woo! I just wanted to give a shout out to Eve. We have a, a lovely friend called Eve, yep. who is a Max Verstappen fan, and we love her dearly. But it's our one weekend that we get to be So, haha, ha, your man lost. Eve, take that L. But we love you. We do love you. Um, but for one <laughs> week and one week only, take that L. Yes. I'm really going to enjoy this. I'm actually not even thinking about next weekend. I'm just going to sit this week. and I'm Yeah, just gonna... same. I'm just going to really soak up the good vibes that we've got right I'll now. I'll be rocking the Ferrari kit all week. Oh, same. I'm shameless. I don't care. Yeah, me too. I'll have every piece of Ferrari kit on it I own. And I, so last race for Monza, I made a bet and I said... Yes, you did. I said, if we get a Ferrari win, I'll get a tattoo. A Ferrari tattoo. Yep. And I thought, after seeing qualifying yesterday, I went, we're bringing it back. Putting it out there again. Yeah. But I thought I was going to jinx it by doing that. And then we won't get a Ferrari win again. But lo and behold. behold. I literally got two tattoos this week already. Not f1 related but i was in for two tattoos and i immediately had to message my tattoo i was being like hi hi, hi you um i need to come back <laughs> yeah. so i mean you'll see it on my tiktok eventually the grand reveal of whatever i get yes but i will be getting a frary tattoo of some sorts very i've already got one true you're I've ahead got, of the game yeah i've got a car on my leg <laughs> so we'll see what we'll see what i get it's very I'll get something exciting a bit different. i don't i just like I might not sound that excited, but I think it's because I'm in my brain. I'm just like I can't fathom that we yeah, just like, watched that. Yeah, it feels like what we just watched was fake. I need to go <laughs> back and watch it again. Yes, hearing a different national anthem. Right now, let me unpack this because this made me severely emotional. Right, it was a glorious moment. So Carlos walking out onto that podium, he got on the top step. His national anthem played. He was so proud. Mm -hmm. Now I started teeding up then. <laughs> Okay, and I was like, okay, only a couple tears, a little bit of watery eyes, that's fine, that's doable, that's respectable for me to cry. Then the Italian national anthem came on, and did every Ferrari pit crew member not burst into song with the national anthem, and the tears were streaming. And it down was my so face. loud, it was a very like you could hear it like on the broadcast and they had the italian flag and the friar flag waving the, they're yeah, all holding oh, up the flags god i'm actually getting and see them all, oh god <laughs> jazz is crying and oh. them all hugging each other and oh it was really oh, it nice was so good and the italian national anthem is in fact a bop oh it's a banger well let me talk about the singapore national anthem actually I missed it. You didn't. I did. Well, you're going to have to watch it because that was vibey as. We were too busy socialising. But yeah, that was... I just want to go back and re-watch the whole thing again. Same. Without the stress that I felt. Yeah. Because uh, I thought I was just going to pass out at one yeah, point. Yeah, me too. Though, like, that felt like... It's a long race. But that felt like the longest race ever in existence. I think because we had a Ferrari 
provisional yeah. win that it felt so much longer because it was like oh my god this could be it and hopes and dreams like even those last like 10 laps i was like i'm gonna be sick mm-hmm. i was sat on the edge of the couch, i was perched yeah. I'm glad I wasn't like watching it alone because I needed the emotional support of the people around me. Yes. And there was a, a few Ferrari fans in the room. Ideal. And we actually I had a couple of friends who watched it and it was their this was their first race they've ever seen. Yeah, it was very exciting. Uh, so that was exciting for them. And Alice, my flatmate, who we shout out in the podcast all the time. Yeah. She texts me, she goes, God, I can't stop thinking about the race. <laughs> it was so exciting. I can't something about Carlos. So I know. I oh. We'll need to we'll need to do something this week to celebrate. Yeah, I don't we'll know have what to we can do. do. We'll find a free day first. We're very busy yeah. individuals. In we our... are busy gals back at uni this week. Unfortunately. Well, I'm already back, but... Yeah, true. First I'm official back. week back. Ooh, but we'll we'll celebrate Carlos somehow. Yes. And what we go for tapas? <laughs> that's, that's Spanish. Can I eat tapas? We'll find a place where you can. Yeah. A bit of sangria. We could make our own tapas. True. Maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah. What Carlos signs tapas night? We need one of those like the Jesus candles, like the pillar candles with his face on it. You're so right. To sit around. Next podcast investment's gonna be one of those. Yeah. Well, I so my birthday tomorrow, my twenty first. Yes. And I got a lovely gift from my friend Rachel, which is our podcast logo framed. Which so we could sit so it in the nice. podcast. Thanks so much, Rachel. And of course, in all the excitement, I did forget to bring it, Rachel. But next, next week, it will be out. Yes. You'll see it. I knew I was going to forget something. <laughs> I always forget something. And unfortunately, it was that. And in all fairness, it's been a very like high excitement day. So we were bound to forget at least one thing. Because as soon as that was done and I watched some of the post-race interviews, I was like, I need to go and see Jess. So I sprinted around in my Crocs. Yep. I must have looked like a psychopath. It's probably the biggest grin on my face as well as I'm <laughs> running around. Well, I was literally in my jammies when you showed up. I was like, oh my God. So there's like videos of me on TikTok and Instagram now with yeah. my jammies on. But I was just so excited. I'm like, I'm lacking in words because I can't explain yeah. the euphoria that I feel. For, yeah, like I genuinely haven't felt this happy about Formula One since Silverstone last year. I mean, I felt really happy at Monza. Yeah. But it was still like, oh, you but know, then, there's more to give now. But I literally said earlier, I was like, if Max wins today, mm-hmm. which when he was in second, this is when I said this because I thought to myself, if he wins today, I don't know if I can watch the rest of the season. I said I was going to throw myself out a window if he won today. But that's slightly more dramatic than mine. <laughs> I said, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going out the I genuinely, I was like, I think that I'll have to take a break. Yeah, that small part in the race where it was like, oh, bloody hell. Max was in P2 and checks in P4. I'm like... Yeah, I was really, at that point, I was like, well, this is it. This is too much for me. They went for the opposite to everyone else. Everyone else went for one stop other than the Max. And they went for either... Well, most people went mediums first. Yeah. And then changed onto hards and did the one stop. But Red Bull went for the reverse and did the hard first and that fucked them over in the end I don't know if Hannah was off this week yeah. or something Hannah Schmidt's normally like well she's really what keeps the team together her strategy's normally yeah I don't know if she's on holiday or what but. and I guess because they thought maybe we're starting further back it's better to stay out longer but yeah just, I suppose it just didn't work no and it, it cost them the positions it definitely did not that I'm complaining 
because I think it's a nice break this week. Do you know what K-Mag holding off Max at the start of the race? That Unreal. Was that Mag- was the... Never did I think this season would I see a Red Bull and a Haas sandwich, and that's what we saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Unbelievable. Yeah. I just feel so, like, happy. I'm just so content. excited to scroll through Instagram and see... Even like Lando's post and Carl's yeah. post, they've seen them oh, and it's just... it's so exciting. Although, born to pick up with the Sky commentators today, mm. they kept saying, oh, this is Carlos's first win with Ferrari. Um, excuse me? Silverstone last year, are you lying? Because you're lying. But it was his uh, it first was his time first singing Smooth Operator. See, when he sang that, that's when the tears started for oh, me. <laughs> we, we were all sat in the kitchen clapping. Like, yeah. The whole sort of last few laps, we were like, <laughs> come on! Yeah, I mean, you can see my last lap reaction. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch with a Mercedes fan, actually, Morgan, so... Yeah. She she was not as happy as I was. I did violently shake her at one point. Yeah, you did. Um, I blacked out, I think. Just sheer joy. <laughs> I'm quite actually glad that we didn't watch the race together because I think the nervous energy of both of us combined might have just been too much. Oh my God, it would have been so much. One of us could have died. It oh, would yeah. have been awful. Yeah. And my building's too high up. The windows would have been too... You would have died if you'd jumped out. Yeah, I live on a ground floor flat, so... Yeah, I don't. So it would have been a little scary if the race had gone tits up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God the streak's over. Mm -hmm. So we can shut up about the streak now because it's done. Right? And, like, I'm I'm proud of him and I'm happy for him that he does have that streak because, like, his name is in the history books now. Like, it was a very, very impressive thing that he's done. And he is well-deserved. Yeah, exactly, because he is a good driver, but now... I was ready for some change. Yeah, something new, something different. Although I was, like, I did say, I was like, if George Russell is going to win this race, I don't want it. I also said the same thing and I got really nervous when he was looking to overtake Lando and then he went in the wall and I was very happy about it. And we all know on this podcast, I'm not a Russell hater. I am. But <laughs> even even Lando, and obviously Lando is still looking for that first win. Yeah. And I want him to get it more than anything, but not at the expense of Carlos today. No. I was like, absolutely not. Some of the people I was with, they're like, oh, I wouldn't mind a wee Lando win right now. I was like, no, because Carlos has driven so right. well this I know. race. And I, I'm going to assume he was your driver of the day. Obviously. <laughs> He's also mine. But an honourable, it was going to be Esteban. And then I wanted to give an honourable mention to Oscar who drove yeah. his way with no upgrades, that not the upgrades Lando had, from P17 to P7. And Liam as well, actually. Yeah, Liam, Liam did a great job First today. points. Third race in, first points. He got two points, right? Yeah. And AlphaTauri had five total. Which means that Logan Sargent is still the only driver with no n- point. No uh, yeah. So he will be getting sacked. It's Eminent. I mean, that crash today, that was his fault. And it was so unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. But I think he would be really good in a different kind of motorsport. IndyCar is calling his name. Yeah. And I think he'd be quite successful there. Something American. (laughs) Yeah. Send him back home. Right. Back to the motherland. He's just Latifi 2.0. And he needs to go. That's what it's looking like right now. He gained a fan today in our friend Harris. Yes. I think Harris felt quite bad for him. Bless. So Harris, his first F1 race has become a Logan Sargent fan. Well, that'll be short-lived, won't it? But yeah, the Alpha Tari Red Bull musical chairs that's been going on. Yeah, we may as well talk about this. So obviously, it kind of started with... The Nick DeVries saga, which feels like that was years ago. It does. Uh, it's only a few races ago, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel coming back. Yes. 
And then Daniel breaking his hand. So when Daniel came back, it was very much theorised that Daniel was going to do this denial for Terry. Yeah. And then either at the end of the season or at the end of Checo's contract next season, mm-hmm. Daniel would go to Red Bull and he'd replace Checo. And yes. that was what was coming and everyone was very excited about this. Yeah. Then Daniel breaks his hand. Liam comes in. Mm-hmm. Liam starts in the worst race ever. Yeah. Uh, where everything went wrong that could possibly do it. And he yeah. came out the other end. He did. And then he, he did a good job. And then he had another strong weekend in Monza. Yes. Considering his teammate didn't even start the race. Yeah. And then first points, third race in. Um, and so originally it was like, oh no, Daniel's going to lose a seat now to Liam. It's not going to be Daniel. It's going to be Yukster. I can't cope if it's Yuki. I will be gutted. But he, I mean, Red Bull are brutal with their drivers anyway. And obviously Yuki's now had a few years in that Alpha Terry. And to be outperformed oh. by someone who has come in halfway through the season. It's all factual. It's, it's just upset. I feel bad for Yuki, but obviously it's very logical. Yeah. But, and I know this isn't, you know, you want Mick to go to Williams and replace Logan. I do, yeah. But we could send Yuki there. And it's a, it's a good car. I would be happy with Yuki And I Mick. think he could do well in that car with Albono. Yeah, that's I true. I think there's potential for that. Because then we're talking about having Yuki as a reserve driver, Alpha Tire Red Bull and doing sim work. Which just and feels like such a step back. He's too good of a driver yeah, for that to happen. Yeah, I don't happen. think he deserves to not be on the grid. Yeah, I do see sure. why Alpha Tire obviously would replace him with Liam. Yeah, because Liam's clearly a very strong choice. And because he's a Red Bull junior driver, he's used to that kind of car. Yeah, and Yuki's had his time to demonstrate what he can do in that AlphaTauri. Granted, it's not the best car, but he's not... Yeah. Like, Liam's outperformed already. He's not extracted as much as Liam has. And I think the rest of the season will be important because Red Bull, obviously, they don't give it crap about replacing drivers. (laughs) They They do what they they want. They don't do feelings, they do results. So I think... That could be a, a bit of a sore one, maybe at the end of this season. Yeah. So really praying for Yuki for Suzuka. Really struggled with that. Um, and hoping that he gets some points in. Because, do you know what? The rest of this weekend, he was doing really well. Even it in was. Q1. Q1, he was up at the top of the times. And it just went wrong for him. It makes me so sad, though, because like I actually do really think he's a good driver. And he's been so close to points so many races. I know. So many P11s and P12s. That he's sad. just... And I think, like, the whole of the, the med section of the grid are really... They're all fighting. Like, they, they're all doing a really great job at the moment. Yeah, how close this race was. Yeah, it's been today, really, really close. Between everyone. I know. It was... I just... I really want to watch it back. Same. <laughs> without the stress and just enjoy it. I know, because we started watching the highlights after Ted's notebook. Yeah, um, it, was, it was nice to see it back. It was, it was nice to see it, like, with a, you know, what the outcome's going to be approach. Yeah. I just, I can't. I know. I'm going to be, like, I don't think anything could take this good mood away from me. It would have to be something really huge. It supercharged me for going back to uni. Like, yes. I feel, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, I'm going to be 21. Right. Off the back of a Ferrari win, starting my third year of uni. At 9am, flying through the day. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. What a day. <laughs> and Fred on the podium. That, that was, was a highlight, unreal. too. unreal. Well, Fred, as soon as he appeared, I was like, oh, my God. No, like, I, I seen, I seen a short, bald man, and I was like, that's Fred. <laughs> like, I knew it was him. I'm glad he was up on the podium. Oh, Fred. And I'm glad Charles did congratulate Carlos. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he, he wised up a bit with that. 
And I, I was convinced that Max might not do some post-race interviews, but I saw him lurking. I haven't seen his, re- his interview, but I saw him lurking behind George while George was crying, so... I thought he was going to make fun of him again, to be honest, I was a bit concerned. <laughs> Savagery. So I hope that the boys are having a good night out tonight. Carlos yeah, me too. Oh, God, they best be having the best night out ever. I thought it's going to be a salty-ass Red Bull meeting. Christian Horner yesterday after qualifying... He had the face like a smacked horse. It was glorious. It, it was, was brilliant. so good. It was really good. Everything just was so worth it. All the suffering. Yeah. And seeing the camera shots, normally it's all these excited Red Bull fans yeah. and Ferrari fans with their heads in their hands. To see it the other the way The alternative, round. yeah. Unreal. <sighs> but I have one nice little Liam Lawson fact to put in here. Oh, God. So Liam Lawson, obviously, he wasn't supposed to race this season, mm-hmm. but he is. He's doing a great job. So Liam Lawson's dad... So his parents were there this yeah. weekend. But his dad had always promised him that he was going to take him to the Singapore Grand Prix. Like, that was something they were going to do together. Mm. And it was, like, much anticipated. They were waiting for the right time when everybody had the free time. But Liam was able to fly his family out to do the Singapore (gasps) Grand Prix. What a weekend. And he got points whilst his family were there. It's so sweet. What a star. I know. Liam. Oh, it's really so good. Next year, the grid's going to be so exciting. Yeah, I think so. We thought there wasn't going to be that many changes, but um, it's looming a bit now. It is looming a little, but but I'm kind of hoping it doesn't change too much, though. Danny Rick was there this weekend on engineering duties. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't see that. Did you not? No. (laughs) He was there on Friday, and he was there yesterday, too. He was on engineering duties. He was on the pit wall, and he's obviously not going to be back for Japan. No. But... Because he was still trying to use his hand a little bit to yeah. get his water bottle open. Bless him. Bless. <laughs> but I think he's aiming for Qatar. Okay. So what happens to Liam then? Well, he goes. He's just a reserve. But I don't know if Alpha Terry, if say Yuki doesn't score points or has another ship, they would have to buy Yuki out of his contract. Would they? I don't la- think they're willing to do that right now. I would hate to be not the person. For, not for only the last few races, because how many yeah, races true. after that is there? Like five. But that's going to that? be. That's going to be interesting. I think they'll just let Yuki ride out the rest of the year. But I think we can expect to see Liam on the grid for 2024. I think so. After that performance. But then, we have to remember, Nick DeVries, he stepped in for Monza and put in a blinder, and then he got hired. And he got sacked. Yeah, true. No one's safe in a Red Bull team. No one is safe. But then maybe he'll go to Williams and replace Logan Sargent. That's true. There's going to be teams that want him, not just Alpha Terry or Red Bull. Yeah. If Logan Sargent stays, though, I'll be shocked. Yeah. And Jot Red Bull are so desperate for Lando. We yeah. know this anyway, but I bet this weekend they were sat. Oh, they must frothing. be writing big numbers right now for him. But I just don't. Now that McLaren are on the up again, I don't see Lando. He needs to leave, though. But I know it's nice to see him in the McLaren, but, like, this happens all the time. They have a few races where they're good, then they have some where they're terrible, and then it's the same, like, pull and push every time. Do you know who I see leaving McLaren, though, if Lando doesn't go? Oscar, yeah. I think the minute a big sum is presented to Oscar, if it was Red Bull or something, I think he'd be going. Well, we've seen what he did to Alpine, so no one's safe. Well... I know, I don't want to end it, because I just don't want to... I know, I'm so happy. I'm going to sit in my flat and just... Are we bouncing about the place? Yeah. Don't know I'm going to go to sleep. I know, it's exciting though, isn't it? 
Let's hope that Ferrari can keep this going now. Yeah. For the rest of the season and into next season. God, we can only bloody hope. I promise. It's like it's it's right hope. there. There's hope again. Oh. I might cry a bit actually. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think I might cry when I have a little moment to myself. Yeah. Just probably because of the highest stress of this weekend and I'm coming back down again. I know. Back to planet Earth. I can't believe Carlos what? I actually can't fathom it at all. I'm really so excited. And the fact that he was, like, sing-songy on the radio and then he, like, just burst into Smooth Operator, I was tearing up. Yeah. I just want to sit in this moment forever. I have loved this weekend. It has been the best weekend. It really has. I know. But cry myself to sleep for a positive reason this weekend, not because Max won. I know. Let's please keep this form going. Someone else win right. next weekend. Come on. Honest. Lando. I could do a little Lando win. Lando's been so good that it has to be coming. He's cooking. Surely. That win is cooking. Surely. It's coming. Well, thanks for listening. Up. Yeah, thanks for listening. Go check out the Instagram and the TikTok if you haven't already. We post all of our information over on the Instagram. We're finally getting our shit together. And yeah, I've given the Instagram a little revamp, so... And I'm going to try and get more TikToks out. It's been a busy time, guys. We're just feeling things out We're so getting far. the hang of it. Yeah. Touchwood. Don't want to mess up, but we are getting better at it now. We are. I think we are anyway. Doing a good job. Hopefully you us. guys think we are. I'm proud of us too. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for the Suzuka Roundup. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, Oh shit! Sorry. Jazz got an injured hand. I fell. (laughs) Whoops! Should have done the other hand. Never mind. I've I've done that three times now. You have. All right. We'll leave it at that. Goodbye.